0: Welcome, market participants, to another Three Things in Credit. I'm Van Hesser, Chief Strategist at KBRA. Each week, we bring you three things impacting credit markets that we think you should know about. So WeWork issued a going concern warning in its Q2 earnings report this week, its stock trading at 16 cents a share. We are reminded of the term NYU marketing professor Scott Galloway coined when describing WeWork and other startup strategy to attract capital, yoga babble. In Galloway's words, Yoga Babble uses, quote, visionary language to tickle our tribal senses and distract the public from the cold truth of numbers, unquote. Now, just to be clear, your podcaster has never been accused of deploying Yoga Babble, at least not that I'm aware of. All right, this week, our three things are, one, consumer spending. Brookings has a provocative perspective. Two, Airline reality. Watch margins as demand normalizes and costs remain elevated. And three, pricing power. The pendulum is beginning to swing back. All right, let's dig a bit deeper. It should come as no surprise that the resilience of the U.S. economy in the post-pandemic era stems from the strength of the U.S. consumer. We've long talked about the strong starting point of the consumer, heading into the economic deceleration period of 2022 to 2024 that would soften the economic landing. That strong starting point is multifaceted. Elevated household net worth, benefiting from rising stock and home values. Excess savings built up during the pandemic from stimulus checks, reduced expenses, and a reduced set of what you could spend money on. Strong employment security, the result of tight job market which produced wage gains and lucrative opportunities to trade up, and broad access to credit, helped by artificially inflated credit scores. And the upshot has been a consumer that, for the most part, has been able to keep spending elevated, softening that landing in the process. Now, we've talked quite a bit lately about the normalization of the consumer, how excess savings figure to run out by year-end, how housing values have flattened out, how the run-up in credit card borrowing is a worrisome sign, and how cracks in the job market are starting to chip away at confidence. So when we saw a report out of Brookings Hamilton project last week titled, Deteriorating Household Finances Will Not Support Strong Spending, it got our attention. Now, according to Brookings' research, the extraordinary wealth that households accumulated in 2020 and 2021 had dissipated by the first quarter of 2023. Now, that sounds quite definitive and a bit alarming. But remember, this is about a correction, a normalization, something that the research points out, as today's consumer in the aggregate has more wealth than they did in 2019, and the debt burden is in line with historic norms. The risk of the economy is that strong spending normalizes. And that's exactly what is happening research shows that real disposable income has been below trend since mid-2021, eaten away by inflation, while real consumption has maintained trend. That's the story we worry about, that consumers have gotten used to an inflated lifestyle in the pandemic era, and they have kept up the spending that goes with that lifestyle, eventually running down savings and, for many, running up credit cards to keep it all going. Now, the authors point out that The financial stress in the aggregate does not suggest cause for alarm, although our own research shows that the financial wherewithal of lower income and subprime borrowers has clearly deteriorated. We would add that this downturn has been well telegraphed, which has enabled most lenders to adjust their credit boxes. That's good for keeping consumer loan deterioration from becoming more serious, but less good for spending. The tightening of consumer loan standards and the rapidly fading froth of the pandemic era point to a slowdown in consumer spending, the engine of the U.S. economy. All right, on to our second thing, airline reality. If we pick up on our previous thing, this summer could be the last hurrah for revenge travel. We talked recently about how real-time travel and leisure markers, long in recovery mode, were flattening out. More evidence came from earnings reports this past week out of JetBlue and Southwest. JetBlue actually reported a healthy beat, 25% better than consensus on record-setting revenue. And yet the stock sold off 8% and is now down 30% from its recent high in July. Working its way into the stock is management's reduced full-year guidance, in part because of what management calls, quote, transitory, ugh, that word, transitory shifts in post-covid customer demand." Unquote. Specifically, that means more folks are traveling overseas rather than domestically, and that is suboptimal for a domestically oriented carrier like JetBlue. Management dropped its full-year EPS guidance from a range of 70 cents to a dollar a share down to a nickel to 40 cents a share. Now over at Southwest, its business is holding up a bit better than JetBlue's. Its June quarter met consensus expectations on record revenues, but EPS was down 16% year-on-year in part due to higher costs. It believes the demand environment, especially for leisure travel, continues to be resilient. Trends in more profitable business travel, however, are not so sanguine. The company expects demand for business travel to remain below leisure and below pre-pandemic levels for the foreseeable future. Weakening fares and higher costs are also expected to weigh on future results. Its stock dropped 9% on day of announcement. So as we head into a weakening economy, and with the industry capacity expected to grow in the U.S., pricing pressure, so evident in the inflation data, figures to increase, and that is likely to lean on the creditworthiness of airlines. All right, on to our third thing, pricing power. Now, keeping up with our consumer-oriented theme, it's time to start factoring in reduced pricing power for firms facing the consumer. The airlines are but one example. In general, the ability for firms to pass along higher costs to consumers is diminishing. For example, retailers are experiencing a substitution phenomenon as customers balk at higher-priced goods and trade down. Automotive and wireline sectors are also facing headwinds. Now, we got strong evidence of reduced pricing power this week from the NFIB's survey of small business, which showed a strong bias among businesses to pulling back on raising prices. The share of small businesses raising prices has fallen from 66% in March of 2022 to just 25% today. The share of firms intending to raise prices is down to 27% that impulse peaked in this cycle back in November of 2021 at 54%. One knock-on effect of reduced pricing power is the need to reduce labor costs. Same survey, those firms' increasing compensation less those decreasing compensation fell to a net 38%. And that's down from its peak back in January of 2022 of 50%. The forward look? just a net 21% expected to raise compensation. And remember this tidbit from the last jobs report, full-time employment in the U.S. fell, fell, 585,000 in July. All of this is showing up in compressing margins. For the S&P 500, consumer discretionary operating margins are expected to trough in this year's fourth quarter at 9.5%, down from 10.9% in the current quarter. Chalk this up to one more example of how the long and variable lags flow through the economy. So there you have it. Three things in credit. One, consumer spending. Its ability to support this economy is beginning to fade. Two, airline reality. Revenge travel is diminishing. And three, pricing power consumer-facing sectors are seeing this diminish. As always, thanks for joining. Don't forget to check in on KBRA.com for our ratings reports and our latest research. We'll see you next week. Hello, listeners. Join me, Van Hesser, KBRA's Chief Strategist for in-depth conversations with credit experts in my new monthly podcast, Leading Voices in Credit where I'll interview market professionals on the latest trends in credit markets. That's Leading Voices in Credit with Van Hesser. Subscribe now.